Welcome to the Soma Soulworks Podcast. We hope here to equip, empower, and inspire a global community of creatives through rich, Christ-focused conversation. Thanks for joining us today. Start this, and then Chris, if you're starting this. Okay. Since I haven't been on the show for a while, do we have any different bumper? Otherwise, we just say the normal welcome to the podcast. Is that still legit? Yep. Okay. Yeah, introduce um, them and give them time to respond so people can associate their okay. name and their voice. Okay. Good afternoon, morning, whatever you are, evening. For us, it's afternoon. This is Chris Skaggs on the Soma Soul Works podcast. I'm joined in Hunter's Place right now with Samantha Riff. Hello. With Aaron Maritette. Hello. And me, I'm Chris Skaggs. So uh, before I like, get into the topic, I want to look at everyone in the room and say, I am so excited that we have got to do this podcast and it's not me all the time. Like you have no idea what a, <laughs> what a like cool thing that is for me. So I just want to say, uh, what's the word? Congratulations, I guess. It's awesome. It's got something like that. Um, on the same note, thank you for inviting me back. I'm glad I wasn't just ejected. Um, although that could happen without me actually knowing it. Anyways, here we are. Um, Samantha had this idea of, uh, we recently had a, a topic sort of like about, um, you said it just a second ago, um, prophetic something, something. Oh, art, prophetic art. I think. Yeah. Um, and that led to this question of prophetic dreams. Like how does that work in the Bible and, uh, and how does it work in our lives? And maybe that's how, or if it should work in our lives. And for me, I would say surprising to many people is that we actually use dreams very practically in how soma runs and certainly i use it in my life as a as a very real uh, method in which we i think that god talks to me and talks to us so um as a, as a way to kind of start the ball I'll, I'll try to draw some uh kind of draw a framework and then we'll try to get really practical so uh so just first like know that the bible shows lots and lots of people being communicated to through dreams by God for very important reasons. So just a couple, like obviously there's the stories in Daniel that happens over and over again. Daniel is known as a dream interpreter. He interprets the dreams of the baker and the winemaker down in prison. Um, he winds up interpreting Pharaoh's dream. It goes on and on. Like this is a thing that he does. And it's clearly in, in Daniel's own words and that of the people around him, that it's uh, that is something that God gives him as a gift. And so Pharaoh says something along the lines of, not Pharaoh, yeah, Pharaoh, um, hey, Daniel, you're some kind of a quote, like a magician or something, and you can interpret dreams, right? And he's like, no, that's not how it works. God interprets the dreams, but I can help you with that, right? So Daniel makes this really clear distinction of how mm. this works, but it's in the context that he's surrounded by a bunch of other people, other mystics, other magicians who interpret dreams some other way, and we're left to our own means on what that means but in this case, the case of pharaoh's dream they couldn't interpret it and that's why he's so mad um and, and winds up going down into the dungeon to find this guy that they'd forgotten about um we see the same thing with joseph and mary in fact joseph has at least two specific dreams surrounding christ's birth where an angel comes to him and says it's okay mary's not knocked up by uh by any kind of a suitor and also like y'all need to get out of here and go to egypt like this happens right so this is a thing that we see in in the Bible all the time. Those are just a couple examples. So one of your first questions that anyone would ask is, does this still happen? 
and a foundational piece of soma culture is like yes it does and uh and so we don't believe in cessationism and you don't say foundational like lightly like kind of very literally foundational this is a big deal <laughs> like hearing god's voice is central to how we try to operate and this is one of the ways that people hear so so i for anyone who's freaked out about this let me just suggest like this is totally utterly biblical um and i i, I mentioned just because kind of before we were chatting it's not, however, it's, it's worth saying that there are other ways to interpret dreams that are not biblical, right? There's sort of the, for lack of a better word, sort of the supernatural witchcraft, whatever term you want to use, basically the non-biblical way of interpreting dreams. Um, but more to the point, like don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. So, um, so I will tell a quick story to set up a, a real example. And then at some point here, I want to move to a dream that just happened for us corporately very recently. So old, this is many, many years ago, we were trying to work out our contract with, uh, with Random House and Redwall. At one point we had the opportunity, I should say the, the moment was like, this could go really sideways really fast and it would be really bad for us. And we were scared. We were totally scared. Like, what should we do? Should we just kind of put our tail between our legs and run? And God gave me a dream in which I was in a car and the planes crashed and I've told the story before, but blah, blah, blah. We wound up interpreting that dream to mean in the long run, we're going to be okay. Stay the course. There's all this kind of sound and fury, but it won't, it won't hurt you. Um, and we made a very deliberate choice then to not basically take the money and run. And we stayed with the project. We felt like that's what God was telling us to do. So with that as a context and not just that we interpret dreams, but that particular dream, in context, mm -hmm. I want to come forward to just a couple weeks ago, maybe months ago now. It's um, months ago now. It's months ago now. It's been a it's been a busy fall <laughs> winter. Aaron had a dream. Mm -hmm. um, do you want to share that dream? Yeah. Um, so the surrounding context of it was that I had this dream. I didn't think anything of it except for I just it was one of those dreams. Like, hey, I can remember it. That's cool. Um, but the first thing that was on the agenda that day was coming to a meeting with the leadership with Soma to talk about the coming season and the next couple steps of stuff. And as we're just getting settled to start the meeting, um, Randy asked me, Hey, do you think of visions or dream like dreams? Which one, which one do you find yourself drawn to? He's like, I don't really have dreams except for last night. I had this dream where we're in the, um, in my parents' backyard, just, uh, and we being the Soma company, the people there were there. And we're kind of just hanging out party, like low key party kind of thing. And so and then uh, a couple of us uh, look up, realize there's this lifeboat, like a life raft lifeboat. Not, it was a blow up one falling from the sky. Not sure why, but it also very distinctly didn't fall into the yard with us. It fell downhill because my parents' house is on a hill. So it was distinctly downhill away from us. But we noticed it, it was important. And then we realized that it came from a airplane that had exploded. That then, that debris did fall into the yard that we were in. And from there, we it was, um, there was, there was some panic, some adrenaline of, are we surviving this? Almost, a couple pieces of debris almost hit us. And then realizing that, um, and, in the way that dreams sometimes do this, the dream logic of, oh, that it didn't, the, the airplane parts kind of shrunk to fit in, the, all fit in the yard. <laughs> um, when it really shouldn't have. Yeah, yeah. But um, that is the gist of the dream of that was had. Overall, we're, we're okay, close call, but we're okay. 
and also very distinctly that lifeboat was not that life raft was not for us that was something that i felt very i still feel very strongly about because as afterwards as we started like i brought this into the team and it was like i actually realized like i think this is about us because i remembered being told about the dream that chris had told mm-hmm. us about it was like hey two uh and if for those who you who don't know the complete context of that dream, there's two airplanes in the sky that end up hitting right. each other, exploding. Right. And it was like, it was like this is kind of similar in that sense of Soma afar observing this event, and then being some kind of almost impacted by it, but overall safe. It's like this is very similar. Yeah, should pay attention here when I'm realizing it that in the context of I don't have dreams. No, actually, I do have dreams that should be taken seriously. Yeah. So, but that was the dream. This dream I had brought it to the team. And I like to point out that in context, because the meeting that we were about to have was frankly very positive. Like, mm-hmm. like all kind of all the things are pointing in the right direction. We're super excited about kind of next steps. There's money. There's opportunity. It's really cool. Um, and so this dream comes. We're like, that's weird. Um, but it put our radar up, right? Mm-hmm. Sammy, what do you think? Well, it. it basically an event such as that came to pass and so far we are okay but we were shook are shook <laughs> we're recovering but um yeah it was it was scary like so yeah. just a short shortly later and i don't mind kind of spelling some details okay shortly later like a company that owed us a bunch of money went out of business and basically didn't pay a fat invoice we were left holding the check we were holding the check we're like oh yeah. my gosh and it was a that was a non-trivial matter. This is a six-figure kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all come back to realize, oh, I think that dream yeah. was a, fo- uh, a prophecy regarding this moment and how to interpret it. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it could be it could be like, oh, we're screwed. Which, but it, go ahead. Which going in, like, after we had that dream, after we, we as the leadership had, had this meeting and briefly discussed what that dream could be, um, we did bring it to the team before this event happened. Yeah, um, we talked about it. We had we thought that maybe um, like one of the things that we've come to to believe is that vehicles tend to represent companies. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why we think, hey, a company blew uh, a airplane blew up. That is probably representative of a company. It also very distinctly didn't feel like there was people in that plane, except for it was a, it was an object that blew up. Um, so as, as a team, we're like we overall agree about that. We did have some discussion on who was that life raft for. Yeah. It was a heavily discussion. We thought maybe, oh yeah, maybe it's here to save us. Maybe we help provide it. It was like, and I guess as the one who held the holder of the dream, I had a little bit more weight to say like, no, this does not, that doesn't ring true for what I felt from that piece. Um, But it was a, but then later, but we were like thinking, it's like, well, we do know other people though who are part of this kind of thing particularly with the events we did know we did were aware of going on at the time. It's like, may, if this is this particular talking about this particular event, um, maybe that raft is for these people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was some of the things that we were talking about. And then this other th- event comes to pass of this company that does owe us money. It's like, and we've come to find out that they also owe like three to five other companies money too. At not least just 15. us. 15 so, people. And those are companies. people we know. <laughs> it, it's a big mess. It's a big mess. Um, but it's, it's interesting how that then like it both changes the context of the dream, but also didn't. Like in some ways like, no, this fits really well. Yeah. Um, and it's a little bit scarily well. 
Sammy, there's something you kind of uh, nodded towards earlier, and I'm curious as someone who comes into the, now it's been several years now, but mm-hmm. you come into the company and at some point you're like, that company's making strategic decisions based on dreams. <laughs> How did that work for you? Well, I know I'm not going to be representative of the general populace because I grew up with an interest in dream interpretation and I didn't really have a lot of like people that really, you know, my, my, nobody in my church like really put that much merit or had like advice in that regard. But I, um, I think it started because my, my, when I was really young, my dad had an interest in listening to my dreams to be like, yeah, no, I'll like, you know, it could mean things. And like, I think, I don't know, that left an impression with me. And so I was really fascinated by them. And I had some of the more scientific, like psychology dream books. Um, and I ended up approaching it more like the way you would approach like a literary analysis, like, okay, these symbols mean this thing to these kind of people, um, or like what it means to you. Cause it can be very personally tailored toward, towards what dreams are are saying to you what you how you interpret them and that's definitely more of the psychological side of things of more like and for me i have learned to distinguish that there's a different feeling and i get two different kinds of dreams there's dreams that are are my dreams that are ones that are like sort of internal processing of of my day-to-day life where these techniques come into play where it's like, okay, I have this association with these things and it's meaning this. So it's probably just kind of like me processing the stress of this, this thing and this other thing or this event or, um, you know, but then there's this other type of dream that has a different feel entirely of where like, this is saying something, but this is not something that I, you know, it's, it's something deeper that I like, I need help interpreting this. Like I need somebody else or I need to talk with God and be like, okay, what does this mean? Not yeah. just what do I think it means? There's mm-hmm. a, that's a great thing. This idea for anyone who's kind of thinking about this in my experience, it sounds like in yours as well. And Aaron, you said the same thing, like prophetic dreams, as far as I can tell, they just feel differently. And, and so I am not of the mind that every dream is is a Jesus dream, mm-hmm. but the ones that are feel differently. And I somehow remember them much better. Yeah. That, that one I was talking about for like, whatever it was 15 years ago, like I still remember it really clearly. And, uh, and, and, so, and maybe that's because I've thought about it, told the story. Like maybe it's because of that, but even in the morning, I was like, that was different. Yeah. And it's like definitely good. Like if you have that sort of thing, like, you know, start writing them down. If you feel, feel like, um, oh, well, I never have dreams or I never remember my dreams. Like one, you do have dreams. Um, and it's a skill. You like, you can practice it. You, you learn it by like actively trying to remember them. There's all sorts of little, little tricks to do that. Like wake up immediately, write down what you remember, or at least try and that sort of thing. And because I grew this interest pretty young, I was keeping dream diaries and journals like, uh, you know, I was using them also as a lot of inspiration for writing short stories and stuff because I would have like adventure cinematic dreams and all that. But because I spent so much time and energy being like paying attention to that, that when I realized there was a God side of it, too, it was a lot easier to to funnel into just because I, I had had all that, like learned how to remember them, to think about them. And yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a, a, I don't know if we'll have a chance to talk about it cause I, uh, for time, but one of the things that I want to uh, just draw out and put a link in there is that there's a, 
there's a fellow who, he, he's dead now but his name was john paul jackson and this is just fairly recently so he passed away a year or two ago but he has a ministry called streams international and this was kind of his jam and so it was all biblical dream interpretation and then they could do workshops and you could uh kind of log into his website and they had people to pray with you and that kind of stuff and that was one well, i thought that was a really interesting specialty yeah. um but his podcast and stuff like this was his jam and I loved it. The first time I heard this guy talk, one, it sort of spoke to this question of permission, like, oh, there are believers who are really doing this. Um, and and he has these little cards and cheat sheets that are about, you know, biblical symbology suggests, you know, that whatever, this number, this symbol, this thing, like, he says, like, this is what we see in scripture for symbolism. And then also he adds in, this is what we sort of learned as we've studied this. But he'll contrast it, for example, to psychological things. Where in a in a Freudian context, mm. the same thing they think it symbolizes X, right? So yeah. they'll talk about like a cigar may may be sort of a phallic symbol. Like this is a sexual repression thing. Like that's kind of the Freudian thing. Although for him, everything's sexual. It's true. Um, <laughs> and uh, and I think of the biblical interpretation, like I don't think cigars mean anything. A cigar is a cigar. Um, mm. So just, it's interesting to see that this framework. There's one the the arguably very scientific side then there's also very much the woo-woo side right the the uh, the the dream catchers and the crystals and the new age mm -hmm. thing i think in that context dream interpretation is super fun and cool but perhaps that's something to be conscious of i want to go back to the pharaoh's other magicians like there is a witchcraft angle to this that's worth pointing out and drawing attention to is like that's not what we're doing and I'm saying like, yeah, there's never, sort of an odd like, yeah, yeah, of course. It's like, it's definitely, it's a thing we, I don't, I definitely don't want to do, but I've also been like, I don't even know what that would look like. So I'm like, I don't know how to avoid that if I don't even know what it looks like. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe it's, well, that could be a whole different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Just relying on, on an exterior power and not the, the power within you or whatever. Um, but I guess, yeah, you. I realized I never quite answered fully that, like, I just thought it was really cool that there was a company taking these prophetic-ish words from from a higher power seriously. That And that we, there was a recognition that, yeah, God can speak to you in dreams just as well as he can speak to you just in a prayer. Yeah. Um, because I definitely used to think there was something wrong with me because I didn't hear from God like other people, but it's just because I didn't practice hearing from God in that language, but I was practicing hearing God from in a different language and just didn't know how to identify it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of uh, when people talk about uh, speaking in tongues and the desire. So the biblical notion of like someone speaks in tongues, you should have an interpretation. And, uh, and I've seen people take that really hardcore and they're like, if there's not an interpretation immediately, then that's the devil. And, and so I'm like, I don't think that's what it says, but I get the desire also to be afraid of, like, let's be cautious here, right? Because mm -hmm. this could go sideways. And without an interpretation, at the very least, we're like, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, so I feel like dream interpretation is is perhaps a good symbol, uh, a sim similar thing. And, uh, and maybe if we wanted to say, we believe that this is a real functional thing today and there is a way to do it biblically, lean into that. Um, but don't be afraid of it. Um, and certainly we take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, we just got the, the kind of the flashy flashy on time. So any, any thoughts, any things that maybe, maybe there's, you want to have a follow-up? Mostly just, I would, I guess I would leave a word of caution, partially because there is the potential of going, of interpretation 
in like in an action item there's a there's possible interpretation that is through um witchcraft sources uh so be cautious on how you go about um seeking truth in through dream interpretation because if if that's something that you decide you would like to do and move forward with uh make sure the people you really trust are god god sourced in a sense like they really are heavily uh leaning into god to interpret for them Mm -hmm. and that they are just the mouthpiece just like david was yeah daniel was not david Wait, both. I don't know. I can't remember. Certainly and, David had dreams. I don't remember if he interpreted who, it. And know. having having like the advance word isn't your your cue to hands off. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely, you know, God wasn't telling us to don't panic, but don't do do nothing. Do nothing and don't panic. It was just don't panic, but, you know, steady as she goes. Like making yeah. sure that we're still crossing our T's and dotting our I's, but it'll be okay, even though it'll be messy. Groovy. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that that's a good place to call this good. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so anyone who's interested, you'll see the link in the bottom for Streams International. And I'd encourage you to check that out. They have a bunch of free stuff. Mm -hmm. And then if you really want to study, of course, they have stuff for sale, but there's videos and everything else. So check that out. That's certainly got me going. And then maybe more to the point, I hope that for some people, this opened up the possibility that God is talking to you in this manner. And uh, and he's probably trying to say something important. So Mm -hmm. take it seriously. So with that, have a great day. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for today's conversation. You can find us online at somasoulworks.org and continue these conversations with our small group curriculum. We hope to see you next time, and have a great day.